David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. And welcome to another edition of Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris. For those of you who are familiar with the show, you realize I am not David Spada. So I think that means I must be Elliot Harris. Last time I was stopped by a policeman asking my identification, that's what it said on my driver's license. So I'm in studio. It's a beautiful day in the Chicago area. So I'm thinking David might be on the golf course, but he, like, he prefers to tell me that he's, you know, conducting his lawyering business in a courthouse far-flung somewhere in the suburbs or downtown and can't make it into the studio here in Morton Grove, Illinois, lovely suburban Chicago. So I'll take him at his word, and he'll, he'll just have to miss out on today's show. And as always, it's a great show. That's about as objective an observation as you're going to get around here. We have two sensational guests. One, Kaya Boone, who is a figure competitor, recently won her IFBB Pro card at the NPC Junior Nationals, and she can explain what all those letters mean. She's also an entrepreneur, a trainer, fitness-type person who threatens to, you know, bring me into a gym one of these days and actually work me out. I have to check my life insurance policy, make sure it's paid up to date. Uh, I guess my wife will take care of those details, make sure that it is, and encourage me to hit the gym. Second guest, uh, perhaps the most celebrated Northwestern University architecture graduate in the school's history. Did not make a career out of architecture. Fred Williamson, uh, known to some as Fred the Hammer Williamson, uh, went on to a career ever so briefly in the NFL, much more so in the AFL. Like Jim Brown, he cut his career a little short to go into the wonderful world of acting. And those who saw the movie MASH back in the day, Fred Williamson was in that film. We will have Kaya Boone and Fred Williamson on today's show. Hope you enjoy it, and stay tuned. Our guest today on Sports and Torts in studio is Kaya Boone, but is we haven't expanded the studio. Instead, we've gone out into the world. We are at Hi-Fi Fitness in downtown Chicago, and Kaya Boone is our guest, a fitness competitor. Figure. Yeah, fitness is those people that bounce around on the floor. Figure is still not the easiest thing in the world. And at the, the NPC Junior Nationals in June in Rosemont, Illinois, yes. you won a pro card. Does that I sound about? That. Yes, I did. And what does that mean? Oh, that means uh, other than your hot stuff. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. You know, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> but uh, actually, that means that I'll now compete on the pro level. 
So I'll be on the stage with all the women that I've admired over the last five, six years that I've been in this field. Okay, and, and this is, you're, you're dressed in way too much clothes and, and then what uh, you compete in on stage. Absolutely. Which is just, you go to the, the drugstore and you buy some dental floss and, and then you create your own outfit. Pretty much. How did you get started in, in the world of this sort of competition? You know, that's something I've been looking at for goodness, at least 20 years when uh, the Fitness America pageant used to come on ESPN. My sister and I would watch it and uh, just admire the beauty of the ladies, the musculature and uh, the athleticism. And I knew it was something that I wanted to do sometime in life. And um, I just continued to dance. That was my background. I was a dancer and uh, never learned how to flip, but I was always uh, scared to be upside down. I, I, don't play, <laughs> I, I don't understand those people that do backflips and all that, that stuff. It's like their wiring must say, okay, this this isn't going to cause you any harm. Right. You're, you're never going to fall. Injuries. <laughs> right. So, uh, but anyway, so that's where the uh, seed was planted. And my mother was extremely athletic, um, or at least into fitness growing up. So we always did Jane Fonda tapes, VHS tapes, and uh, invited friends over. And we'd have a big old Jane Fonda party. And uh, uh, as I got older, I decided, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm about 26, 27. I put up my dancing shoes and my point shoes and said, uh, <laughs> we put on my uh, exchange for gym shoes oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, joined the gym. But it's, it's one thing to go to the gym. It's, it's another thing to get the results. How, how do you go about all that? I mean, you don't just walk in and then one day say, okay, I'm a national competitor. Did you have somebody training you in that regard? Yeah, I guess so. I have a personality where it's all or none. So when I decide I want to be something, I'm not going to join a gym unless I'm going to be lifting weights and doing something with a purpose. Like dancing was for me. I didn't want to start dancing unless I knew I was going to be good. So um, I did hire a trainer who at the time was a fitness um, national competitor. And uh, that was about six years or seven years ago because I thought I was going to go into fitness. Because I was a dancer. You liked all all that movement and you... Yeah. I wanted to dance. I was a dancer and I knew the dancing that I was doing at the time, I decided to retire. But I knew I wanted to be on the stage. So she said, uh, fitness is a lot harder because you have the routine round and and you have the two-piece round. At the time, they also had the one-piece round. So she said, hey, why don't you try this new division called figure to see if you like competing. And that's how it started. They didn't tell you there's like... Bikini and all you got to do is show up. <laughs> no, they, they are, no, no offense to the bikini ladies. No. They, they do more than that. But well, there was no bikini at the time. Right. So that was before bikini even came out. So at the time, they thought the figure was the easier. Oh yeah. One to choose, and so I said, "What's figure?" She told me, and I said, "Okay, let's see how we do." Was there enough action, enough activity in figure that you said, "Okay, this is a challenge." Yeah, it was. At the time, um, some of the greats, like Monica Brandt, were leading the way, and I looked at them and never thought I could look like that. So for me, that was a goal and acquisition that I knew I could put in time, effort, and you know, hopefully come half as good. So I was completely motivated by what's going on in the bigger scene. So. You go to events like the Arnold in Columbus, Ohio, and, and, and you see Monica Brandt, and 
you know, not a large woman, but in, in shape, obviously. And I, I think she was just recently competing in the 400 meters in, in for the uh, Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, she's, I think she was going for Olympic trials or something. Right. So. I'm, I'm going, huh? Isn't that, isn't that supposed to be for like 19 and 20-year-olds? Got to hand it to her. No. Yeah. <laughs> Any athletic background other than dancing? Um... I was also a track runner in high school, so I was a sprinter. I didn't do any of that in college. In college, I actually danced competitively, so I went to national competition. So for me, that was a sport, and I danced at least you know, 20 to 25 hours a week, so I felt like an athlete. Okay. <laughs> now, when you dance competitively, is that fox, trot, and waltz? No. <laughs> um, it's kind of a mixture between... Uh, like cheerleading and jazz hip hop. So, I mean, it's a quick routine, about two and a half minutes, but you're worn out at the end of a routine. It's very athletic. You're jumping, you're leaping, you're turning, you're doing flips on the floor, you know. So, is that individual or team? Team. I did it as a team. I never did it. Okay. Now, where'd you go to school? UI, University of Illinois, North Champaign. Okay. Which is known for its, its dance team, right? <laughs> Well, I don't really watch sports, so if you ask me, yes. So, how do you get to the point where you say, okay, I enjoy being on stage, I enjoy dancing, I enjoy all this stuff, to I enjoy taking off my clothes, and it's it's like you're a step away from walking into the shower. You know, how do you get to the say, okay, there's nobody out there, it's just me? You know, I think it's just you have to have a certain level of confidence. Um, I don't know how you get from that from one point to another. I just always felt comfortable on stage. So no matter if I had on, you know, very little to an entire outfit, to me it was about the performance. So I always felt comfortable doing that. So I'm not saying I feel comfortable taking off my clothes. <laughs> to be clear, but <laughs> getting on the stage and performing, right? I and then you get to walk in those, what, five-inch heels or what, six? I mean, to, to me, that's the most challenging, the most daunting part of the whole process is walking and walking smoothly in those. How, how time-consuming a process is it to learn how to do that? More time than you would think. Um, that's what I'm very passionate about is posing the presentation. My first show, even though I was a dancer and I thought I was very confident with being on the stage, I over, I underestimated the importance of the practice of actually walking in the heels, turning in the heels, posing in the heels, and holding those poses. So it actually takes quite a bit of practice. I would, if you're 12 weeks out from a show, I would practice at least three or four times a week, 30 minutes. 12 weeks out. And then you have to look comfortable and relaxed and, and all that other stuff so the judges can say, okay, we'll give her higher marks. It's, it's not like you, you mechanically, robot-like, think, okay, turn so many de- degrees now. You know, there has to be a certain fluidity to, to all that. It is, and it takes practice. Um, there is fluidity. They want to see grace. They want to see... I hate calling it a pageant, but they want to see that lady-esque, dancer, flow, confidence, beautiful girl on stage. And for me, it still, it it took lots of practice. I'm still practicing and perfecting. The first time I did junior nationals, my poor legs were shaking, you know, and no amount of practice 
could have helped that from occurring. But I was nervous. So even though I practiced and practiced, my legs wouldn't stop shaking. So. How, how do you battle all those nerves? How, how do you say, okay, legs, we're up here to have a good time. Darn it, stop shaking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I have a special process that I do before on stage. So I have to talk to my legs before okay. I go out there. Like, hey, legs, have fun. <laughs> Remember why we do this and, you know, let... Okay. <laughs> so you're doing okay now, so obviously you're you're not quite so nervous. This isn't quite the challenge that being on stage is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I haven't been on the pro stage yet, so that's the one that I'm nervous about. And I'm okay. hoping that they cooperate and I step on the pro stage because I feel nervous a little bit about that. When will you be stepping on the pro stage? Have you, you know, figured that out? It's up in the air right now. I would love to compete this year. We'll see. I want to kind of work on some of the things that the judges pointed out need development, things that I've always known still need development. And um, if they're ready to go or at least close, then I'll at least get my feet wet, hopefully, this year. So we're crossing our fingers that that works out. Now, the competitive season runs through about November. December. Is that that? Oh, oh, even December? Yeah. Well, that's no good. You're supposed to be able to... To, to pig out during the holidays and all that stuff, uh, right? It's discipline. There are girls who are getting ready for the Arnold's um, in November because that's the beginning part of March. So right, you going. Thanksgiving, New Year's Eve, Christmas, all of that. Forget about it. <laughs> so is the Arnold on your horizon, do you think? I don't know. Never been to it, never done it. So that one I'm definitely not sure about. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Well, you ought to go there just for the fun of it and, I think and ch- I'll check it out. Though. We'll see. We'll you see. Know, at least think about going. Because it's always amazing that this it gets really crowded, you know, in the exhibition area, and you, sometimes you can't tell who the competitors are and who just the, the patrons are. Some yeah. of them, you know, real muscular guys and gr- women, you know, and oh, they're just they just came to see what's at the show. And, yeah, like some people come like they prep to go to the arm. I've heard of that. They prep to go. Oh, just to, as visitors? Yes. They I, can to go. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that. And then oh. and then sometimes you're walking down an aisle, as I was last time, and that, there's Nicole Wilkins oh. just, just walking. Crazy. Uh, uh, you know, I go, oh, oh. You, you look just like Nicole Wilkins. <laughs> That's because she was. Yeah. So is, is she the level that you aspire to be? Absolutely. Um, like I said, when I do something, it's always to go as far as I can and either go or not at all. So if it should take me to Olympia, if I'm in good health and I'm blessed with the ability to go, I would love to. So when you're not parading in front of a mirror, posing and all this other stuff, what do you do? Personal training? Yes, that's part of my, uh, one of my hats that I wear. I do personal training. I do also prep clients for figure shows. Uh, I hold workshops for posing clinics presentation because I feel like that's something I feel confident in one of my strong points. I like to share it. And then I also work for a major insurance company as a wellness coach. So that's my nine to five. Okay. What does a wellness coach do? Oh, you know, it's what I do all the time, which is coaching people through making um, healthy choices about their life, whether it's weight loss, uh, you give up tobacco, smoking, or you're real stressed out, or... Um, you want to eat healthy or exercise, and I just talk to people all day, literally about eight hours a day about that. Now, is this in group settings or individually? or Individually, one-on-one. 
Well, that must be fun. You're, you're telling people to change their lives, and they're telling you where to go. Yeah, some of them do. Some of them do. You are right. And then you just have to say, okay, well, that can be your goal. How about that? Yeah. Well, if you'd like to die young, by all means, yeah. no. Obviously, you stay in tip-top shape year-round. But is, are there ever times where you get to cheat a little bit? Of course. I'm human like everybody else. I'm a girl. Uh, I like carbs. So uh, right now my kick is gummy bears. Well, that's my weakness. <laughs> and I found the best gummy bears in Chicago. I always thought those were a health food. <laughs> well, there's zero fat at, so that's right. how I... Uh, you rationalize it? Yeah, I say, you know, it's good for me, and it's fruits, eat. So right. it's like fruit. Right. So it's actually good for you. You know, if, if you could pick them off a tree... <laughs> We gotta find you. Right. When you're in competition or preparing for competition, strict diet. Oh yeah. You prepare a week's worth of meals at uh, one time and all that good stuff. Put it in little containers. Oh yeah. I go shopping and I come back with a hundred bucks or more worth of groceries, of fish, you know, veggies potatoes, rice, whatever's on the menu, water, and I just prepare it and measure it all out so that the whole week is ready to go. So there's no reason. I don't have any excuses except I decided not to eat it. So, and then I have to, I have to pay for that later. Beyond the world of figure competition, do you have any thoughts on that? Or is this or is this something you figure you can do for the next 50 years, <laughs> 60 years, whatever? You know, I'd like to build my um, my business up some. So it's already kind of taken off. I'd like to uh, start training people more on the electronics, excuse me, on the uh, Internet. So through email, Internet-based training, which is something that I'm building. I'm working on my website now. So I'd like to do that. I'd like to work from the comfort from my, from my home. Okay. 24 hours a day or from my cell phone. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, so, I'm 24 hours a day, but... <laughs> no, only 20. <laughs> I got to sleep. Sometimes. Oh, good. Internet exercise. So I could sit at my computer with my legs up, and you could tell me what to do, and I'll say, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> you, you, know, no, you, you actually have to exercise. You just can't talk about it. Exactly. Oh, I, it's up sorry. to you. I'll give you the information, but I cannot physically make you do anything. So that's what I do now. You know, that's what personal training is. I'll give you the exercise, but I can't make you do it. Now we're here at Hi5 where you work with clients. Yes. Are you elsewhere around Chicago, or is this pretty much it? This is it. This okay. is my home when it comes to training and my, my job. Fortunately, I'm, I work for an insurance company, but I work from home now, which is excellent. So I okay. do all my work from my home office. But, yeah, home and Hi-Fi is where I'm at. Yeah, I saw a couple of your clients making their way up the stairs today after their session. Yeah. It, looks, it looked like you had put them through a, a workout, but they survived. It you know, looked like they would be able to at least make it to the parking lot. <laughs> make it to their car. Are, do you have different levels of clients? Well, yeah, I have some that, um, I mean, I have different types of clients. Too. I have Internet-based clients. I've got uh, clients who compete on a, like a regional, local level. And then I have other clients who may be national level, but I do different things for everybody. So some people might just be nutrition, some people might just be training, some others might just be posing. So, you know, a little bit of everybody. So it's not like you say to yourself, okay, all I got to do is show up at the gym. It's like, okay, I have to put some thought into all of this. <laughs> yeah, but I love it, so it's challenging. 
All right, and, and th- this is the results of it all, once again. This is partially, this is an off-season result, but... Uh, <laughs> well, we're not that far removed from the season, so... The, no, the, the, no, no. We, we, should, we should check you in, what, August, yeah. September? <laughs> exactly. when When you've picked out and, and gained a, th- a third of a pound? <laughs> right. Do, do you worry about weight, or is it more about form? Uh, it's a little bit of both. You don't want to put too much emphasis on what the scale says because if you're building muscle and you're a little bit heavier, that's a good thing. Um, matter of fact, I probably weigh more now than I did my first show. And that's, I'm leaner than I was my first show, but I'm more muscular, so you can't pay too much of close attention. But if I put on 30 pounds in an off season, I mean, I need to be looking at that number like, what am I doing? If I right. really put on 30 pounds of muscle, I should probably switch divisions, but right. more than likely it's not muscle. So it's, it's gummy bears. It's gummy bears with that's a picture like, of That's a lot. That'd be a lot of gummy bears. Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Okay. Well, we'll, well, after we finish this, we'll look for the the gummy bear tree and the cupcake tree. Yeah, in my yard. And that in your yard, and and that also counts as exercise. It is because we're picking. So right. It's like a reaching. It's like, like a I like I like the way you think. Yeah, that cool down. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Kaya Boone, thank you so much for your time thank and you. continued success. Thank you. Our thanks to Kaya Boone, figure competitor, entrepreneur, wonderful person. Great interview. Coming up next after the break, former football star, actor, director, jack of all trades, master of most of them, Fred Williamson. <laughs> 